Sunday, Betfair Edge. Betfair is on your side this spring. Experience the Betfair difference today. Chances are you're about to lose. It's Sunday and it's one of the great days of the year. It's that time of year where we celebrate an important person in our lives. And if you don't have that important person in your life today too, a big shout out to you and thinking of you very much. It's Father's Day right around the country. And here on SCN, we're going to do our best to honour that. A huge day, starting with the Betfair Edge, of course. All thanks to Betfair. On your side this spring, chances are you are about to lose. We've got giveaways galore coming up after midday too. Over $5,000 worth of prizes right around the country. We'll need your best Father's Day setups. We want your best dad jokes, the stupidest things your dad's ever done. You make us laugh today and we might be able to give you something. Merch packs all courtesy of the great team at Makita and also a $2,500 Makita voucher to give away later today. We've got... Uh, a handful of pillows. I think we've got six pillows to the value of $300, thanks to Jason, the team at Temper. So to Adam and Jason, thank you to both of you and happy Father's Day to you two. But it's going to be a big, big day on SEN track. So get settled, set up in the backyard, pull out your Makita radios, whack the Temper pillow in the back of your chair and settle in. It's going to be an absolute perler. David Taggart and I after 12. But first, of course, we do have the Betfair Edge. And what we're going to start with uh, right around the country... Uh, 0499 736 736. You can text me in anything that you like whatsoever as our, well, Sunday scoreboard, and we'll be giving you updates right throughout the day. In the AFLW, straight off the top, the Demons 10 13 73 defeated Collingwood 4 7 31. The Adelaide Crows took care of Port in a showdown 8 10 58. They defeated Port Adelaide 4 4 28. Um, Hawthorne 4 6 30 went under to Essendon 7 7 49. It was a thriller in the Carlton Gold Coast game, 5-4-34. Carlton defeated the Gold Coast, 4-8-32. And down at the Cattery, Geelong, 10-5-65, took care of the Bulldogs, 2-5-17. The game's coming up today, Brisbane and Richmond at 3-0-5. Fremantle and the West Coast Eagles at 5-0-5. North Melbourne, St Kilda at 1-0-5. And Sydney Giants at 3-0-5. Find it interesting. Why are all the games start five past? Well, all broadcast stuff, like five past the top of the hour. It's really, it's really strange. Uh, let's talk NRL. For our NRL diehard listeners, we'll be giving you updates on the scores today, of course, from the Sharks-Raiders games and the Titan-Bulldogs games. The Titan Bull- Titans and the Bulldogs are at 2, Sharks and Raiders at 4.05. We'll work our way back through the round. At the Newcastle Knights took care of the Dragons, 32-12. to 12. Now, the Panthers, well, they just continue on. 44 defeated the North Queensland Cowboys, 12. The Dolphins, 34, took care of the Warriors, 10. Uh, the Roosters, 26, took care of the Rabbitohs, 12. The Seagulls, 54, if you don't mind, over the West Tigers, 12. And the Storm, the mighty Melbourne Storm, got over the Broncos, 32 to 22. What a great game that was, too. An update in the US Open tennis. Now, coming up in the show... Um, should have probably done this off the top, but it doesn't really matter because it's Father's Day today. Steve Quick to join us for a US Open preview and how you can make some money on the US Open. Also, Darren Park and 
uh, with some AFL updates in regards to how we can make some money there. Mitch Lewis to join me for the lay-bin as well, and we'll have a bit of fun with that so you can get your lay-bins nice and early. But in the US Open, uh, Demonor, he is through to the round of 16. Uh, he joins uh, Rinky Hijikata, who yesterday beat Chinese world number 67, Zizen Zhang, in four sets. So Demonor and Hijikata both through. We're going to talk uh, all things US Open a little bit later on in the show. But wherever you may be, right around the country, 0499. 736-736. That's 0499-736-736. Braden's already chimed in. Happy Father's Day. Um, Miles, I know there's a few out there uh, that are yours. I'm not too sure about that, Brado. <laughs> yeah, that's why I normally turn the phone off today in case someone gives me a buzz. <laughs> it's a real dangerous day for me. Uh, it's a joke, of course. Uh, Labin for Miles saying, Tis Invincible's one of the better horses in the country. Yeah, well, you're clearly no judge. It's a negative way to start the day. Tis Invincible's a proper horse. 0499 736 736. What have you liked so far in the weekend of sport? We saw the retirement of Nature Strip. Do you have a favourite Nature Strip memory? Mine is, I know it's an odd, oddish one. I mean, we all love the win of Nature Strips overseas. But the 2020 TJ Smith for me beating Santa Ana Lane and Red Zell on that heavy deck when I was in love with Santa Ana Lane, the Red Zell proper horse. I mean, that was just enormous two length win on a heavy deck. For Nature Strip, your favourite Nature Strip memory, your favourite win from the weekend. I mean, we saw Sulcum just announce itself yesterday. It's going to be a major player throughout the spring. We saw some great wins. Some great wins. Asaphora's still got more to offer. Tis Invincible, nothing short of superb. Do you have something out of the racing that you thoroughly enjoyed? Let me know. 0499736736. No one in studio today with me from Betfair. Now, Tom Haylock, if you haven't um, already noticed, the 9 million... Uh, Instagram post from Tom Haylock overseas. Yes, we get it. You're in Europe and you are blowing your trumpet, son. We don't care. He doesn't join me. Carl Kadawi can't join me. Who was in last week? Who did we have last week? Yeah, Liam's. He's out too. They've all pulled the pin. So I've got uh, I've got Mitch Lewis to join me in a, a short amount of time. We're going to run through the lay bin as well. So I want your lay bins. I'm going to have a bit of fun with it today. But uh, the lay bins, yeah, going to be reasonably interesting and good to have Mitchie Lewis in. Shawnee chimed in. G'day, Miles. My old man Paul, can my old man Paul get a shout-out? He lost his dad recently, so a tough one for him today. Um, he's also putting the miso in the bin. He got a warm slab of beer for Father's Day. Oh, yeah, that's no good. That's no good. Shawnee from Perth, shout-out to Taryn, and also a shout-out to your old man. Um, there are a few people that would be hurting today. It's a tough day for a lot. If you have lost your father, we are thinking of you, so we'll do our absolute best to try and keep it upbeat. And to my old man, Roger, he's in Adelaide at the moment um, with my mum, who's, who's unwell. He's doing an unbelievable job looking after mum at the moment. So, Dad, a massive shout-out to you. Uh, appreciate everything you've done for me. But it's what today's all about for the next six hours. Here on SEN, right across every station. We're every station, aren't we? The entire network. We're big boy stuff. I should have been more nervous than I was, Tomo and Adam. Unfortunately, I'm not, because I'm looking forward to today. All thanks to Makita and Temper. Many, many, many giveaways, but we do today all thanks to Betfair, of course. Betfair's on your side for footy finals, and chances are you are about to lose. Um, so make sure you contact the gambling helpline if it becomes an issue. On the other side of this, Mitch Lewis to join me. Quick look at the racing, but we won't go too deep into it and bore you to tears with that. 
we'll get stuck into the lay bins and have a little bit of fun. It's Father's Day, one of the great days of the year. Melbourne's just turned one on. It's sunny, uh, not a cloud in the sky, going to be 20 degrees, and that's exactly what we love. Do not go anywhere. If you made some plans for this afternoon, pull out your Makita radio set up in the backyard as David Taggart and I try to win you some money on one of the great days of the year. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. Betfair loves winning punters. We're on your side for footy finals. Chances are you're about to lose. For the dads around the country that need to get out of the house, jump in their absolute clapped-out, you know what box, go for a drive and clear their head. Reminds me of Will Ferrell in is it old school? You know, where he buys that red sort of just working on the beast. Yeah, he's working on the car. Oh, what a star. What a great tune. Welcome back. Betfair Edge on a Sunday. Miles Fitzner with you right around the country. It is quarter past eleven Eastern. And all thanks to Betfair, on your side this spring, chances are you are about to lose. We go right throughout the day as I welcome in one of the greats. We love him here at SEN Track. And I thought, if I'm going to do a lay and have a bit of fun, who do I want? And I said I wanted this man. His name is Mitch Lewis joining me. Hello, Mitchy baby. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very excited to be here today. It's not often I get an opportunity to load the cannon and lay in back some things that have been annoying me this week. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, mate, really looking forward to it too. What um, Father's Day for you. No children yet. That's right, yeah. I could do, like what you laid off last week, I've got a couple fur babies. That's right up your alley, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, mate. The th- you don't take pets near your cafe, do you? You don't no, take I've, pets into the cafe. No, I've got two big dogs, and one of them's a greyhound. They would destroy a cafe if they went in there. <laughs> they are very fun dogs, but they're not that kind of sit down there and have a puppuccino. Yeah, that's it. Hey, tell me, uh, how did you go on the Rex yesterday? Oh, look, it was okay. Um, I... I had a little bit of a loss, but it wasn't 100% of a loss. It was an interesting day. You know, I had one of those days where I do the form and I pick out four best bets and everything outside those four best bets wins. So if you followed all of my picks at Caulfield, you would have had a fill-up, but obviously you can't back them all. So one of those types of days. It was like that for me. I think I went one from five of my best bets, but then outside of that, back in Remark and a few of these other horses, you end up having a reasonable day, but your best go under and... Unfortunately, when you stake like that, you sort of need to win a few of the others to end up about even. I think I ended $6 up yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> that's about right. And, and, and I went from looking like I was going to win a stack to then I was going to lose a stack to, yep, I'll, I'll take that, <laughs> six bucks up. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I mean, what is, so I was negative 25%. So if you put 100 in and you walk away with 75, it's not a complete disaster. But like I said, if you followed it all day, you would have had a good day. I got the Morphville quaddy. That was nice. That was a pretty nice quaddy to get in the end as well. So it's that, that sort of day. But it was the first one in spring. It was an absolute ripper. Like that Memsey Stakes, that was a great race. Win of the day for you before we get stuck into the lay bin. 0499736736. We need your lay bins too. 
Frigid was probably my win of the day. I just was doing the little review this morning and they went hard in the middle of that race and how he finished off was huge. I reckon he can go on to something. Big addition of the lay-bin for me and so let's kick it off. If you're joining us for the first time, the lay bin is where there's things that we just don't like in everyday life that we decide to put in the bin. But we also have the backboard, and we're going to put a few things on the backboard. But it's also fun every now and then, especially on a Sunday morning at 20 past 11, to have a whinge. I've got some really odd ones, mate. I'm more than happy to give you the new ball just to warm into this. Uh, what, do you, what do you want to kick off with? I'll touch on a little serious one first with the new ball, seeing I've got something. I sort of thought it's got, it gets said a lot on this station, but I'm saying it again because I need to take a big scout. You've given me the opportunity. Yeah, so I'm going yeah, a big here we scout. Go. Here we go. I'm laying for AFL and this buy round. Like, we, you need to move it, can't you? I was sitting there last night after the races, and imagine the final last night, what it would have been like in Melbourne after that day. You know, weather was ripping. There's just nothing. The whole momentum of the finals thing just disappears, doesn't it? I agree. It, it it does even, like, it makes players get a rest and a freshen up. But I sort of think if you finish in the best shape, you should be able to saddle up and go again. Like, I, I don't understand. When did it come in? I'm trying to work out when the buy round actually came in. I'm not sure. Tommy might be able to tell me. 20- I could make a case for in between the prelim and the grand final and you could stack the Brownlow and stuff in the middle of it and you could at least make the two-week period exciting. But what? there was nothing this week. There was the old Australian thing and that was it. Like To me, the momentum just, boom, down, see you later. So AFL, buy round, bin. I needed to take a big scalp and we're away. All right, you're away. I, I'm Mine are a little bit strange today, but I've had a few encounters with a few people during the week. People that own reptiles as pets... So if you've got a carpet python or a or a gigantic lizard or a poisonous snake, you're a freak. Like, what is that? Look, th- th- it's not like you bring a snake out and cuddle it on the couch. It, it, why own a rep? Like, people are like, oh, yeah, I've got miniature crocodiles and deadly snakes. And, how? like, how are they helping you in the home? Like, yeah, that's that's spot on. I reckon, it? if, I, it's you, the, I reckon it's the same type of people that own them as well. It's it's just the fact of having it. Yeah, it? Like, yeah. Look, I'm, I've look got at a, this. It, I know this. This lives I, in my house. I've got a I've got a seven meter python. It's what do you do with that? Oh, I'm just going to leave it with my one year old and go out for the day. Like what? <laughs> lizard. I reckon the lizard's a weirder one though, wouldn't it? If you've got a lizard, like that's not that super scary. They're not really. You've got the snake there as a flex. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not big on the reptiles as pets. You're probably going to feed them live mice too, don't you? Uh, so you're a bit that's of a sicko, aren't you? You are a sicko because you've got to watch something eat something. Like, that's sick. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, that's, I don't know. That's I might true. be weird, but I think reptiles as pets is one. Here's another one here in Melbourne because we don't have it in South Australia and I'm in Melbourne now. What's the go with these coins in the shopping trolleys? This sucks. Every time I go to the supermarket... Oh, I'll go to grab it. I forget every time. Like, who carries coins in their pocket? You've got to put a coin in the trolley to take it and walk around and then go back and put... And they're always, like, jam right in. So you need a fingernail, which I don't have, especially punting on horses because you normally bite them all, and pull your coin out and give the um, the trolley back. Do you, so you, do you even know about this? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got it here. It's just, I've done well, it now, hey, 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 that's because that's because that's Mount Gambier. Trolley's going yeah, missing yeah, in Mount yeah, Gambier pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, I reckon that sometimes you just pick them up from all the sidelines out here on the edge of town. People just walk them as far as they can and the wheels lock up, that sort of gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you've got one that seems to be Mount Gambier-esque too. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I like this. I like this. All right, last night I went to uh, one of the to Woolies and I was driving out and I was behind this Commod- Commodore, we'll oh, probably call it. Plenty of those in and the mouth. So plenty I've of those out, in the mouth. <laughs> I've pulled out behind him. He's gone over one speed bump. He's gone about a K an hour. Zoom, little accelerator, next speed bump, low as low. It's taken me five minutes following him to get about 100 metres. It's just, it, I don't understand why the car needs to be lowered. Like, is it for looks? Like, I understand wheels and stuff because they look good, but it's just not practical. So I'm behind him in my car. It's taken me about five minutes to get 200 metres down the road. <laughs> Because we've had to go. Once we've left, he's gone out of the car park. He's then he's gone. There's a dip in the road, so he's gone real 45 degree over that. And then when he's come back onto the highway, there's another dip. And I just thought, geez, what's the point? Now, now this this ties in. I agree. Now, Mount Gambier, so you're going to have to be careful if there's anyone listening. Like you might have to wear a bulletproof vest um, on your way home after this, because half of Mount Gambier's got lowered Commodores. It seems to be a stock standard in that town. But with the lowered Commodores comes. The obnoxiously loud exhaust, the windows down playing the worst music at a ridiculous level and multiple laps of the main street. Multiple. That sounds bad. That is, that's the ultimate lay-bin. You know, you're sitting in front of a little cafe having a cup of coffee and someone just roars past in their car. Not one person ever turns around and goes, geez, that's cool. I, I, that roar of the car happened to me when I was on the main street yesterday. <laughs> actually, no so one go. ever You're goes. That's, that's so cool. Like you are the coolest do you know who, of do the you know cool. Who does? Do you know who does? Who? The people that own snakes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, all right. Change of thread. This I might eliminate some of my female fans out there. I've had a few. Yeah, and you're already on the limit here, so you need to be a little bit. Yeah, I'm right on the limit. <laughs> I don't have any fans left, and if that, but um. Had a few conversations during the week about these charging of these crystals, right? Oh, yeah. And, yeah uh, I've, seen, I've had a few of these. These crystals that you put out in the sun and charge them and then you put them near your bed and they give you this extra bit of zhuzh. Crystals are going in the bin. Charging the crystals are going in the bin. And off the back of that, if you believe in star signs, get in the bin. Star I've heard signs. you say the star signs one before, but I'm glad you brought up the crystals. It's the moon. I thought it was the moon, or they put. The is, water is it the, out moon, the moon or the or sun? Oh, it's, who yeah, charges I them? I can't. I used to live with a girl who is real into that now. She yeah. used to live in our house. Hey, key word. Like, key word. Used to. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> I don't think our values are aligned any much anymore these oh. days. But yes, no, I'm with you on that one. That's. I don't get it. I've just got a message. And they're all, and you're buying them as well. Like you get a new. You're like, what's in this package? And she's like, I got a new crystal. It's one of the biggest. Um, uh, gimmicks to sell something of all time. I just got a message from um, a lovely young lady too. She said it was a special full moon this week, so we got extra charging. Get in the bin. It's disgusting. So it is the moon. It's the moon. It's the moon. I, oh, I can't remember. Crook. I'll have to look it up. There's one about, it's like moon tea or something. You put the water out or the tea out, and you let the moon charge it up and you drink it. I, I don't, biggest gimmick I don't of all time, that. Matches, biggest gimmick of all time. If you've gone spend money on crystals, you're a sucker. <laughs> Righto, have you got have you got any well have you got anything else? I've got another one kinda, yeah, for my tradie mates out there. They might understand this. So 
it's it's the elderly man who comes and checks up on you what you're doing when you're at work on the tools. But yep. then not only that, he might tell you what to do, but then he'll also have a go at you about what you're doing. So I had a story Friday. I was working and I'm working out in the in a car park and an old mate comes up to me and says, what are you, what are you blokes up to? And I said, oh, we're putting in some electric car chargers. They're going to make these three parks for electric car chargers. And oh, oh my God. The rant he went on at me. Oh, <laughs> Look, it was your fault. That's right. That's exactly right. And I'm just standing there going, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just getting paid to put him in. But And he's like, people like this, you know, need to change the world like that. You know, it's worse than the environment. And he's just going off his nuts. And all you're me. doing is installing them. That's right, yeah. And yeah. I just, you know, you can stand there and just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Anyway. I've just, I don't mind it. I've just sort of a couple of others before we get to the text. Um, off the back of crystals is those people that own crystals seem to be the people that always say, I love you to the moon and back. Yeah, like, yuck. And off the back of that, those people also seem to make love heart symbols with their hands. You know, people make like, love heart, like, yeah, I feel I'm like doing it to this you. isn't someone you've had a recent run in, is it, that you're having a personal attack at, like a messy, a messy little, you met her in there and had a few dates and it's got a bit ugly and now you're just, it's a personal attack? The, date, the dates might be continuing. It might be the person I'm currently seeing that I'm having <laughs> a... <laughs> <laughs> right. Shout out to you if you're listening. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> let's get through to a few. Add to the charging crystals. Can we add activated items, activated almonds and activated charcoal? Oh, Scotty from Bayswater. Yeah, it's a way to activate money out of you idiots. I couldn't agree more. Um, someone said, couldn't agree with you more, Miles, the stupid gold coins in trolleys. The worst part of it's when you're done, sometimes you can't get your dollar back. I've been handing Audi free money for years. Um, there's a bloke in my street that has four snake tanks in his garage and two coffins. I avoid him. I would. I wouldn't let your kids go past there either, Dan. Um Paul from Pearsdale, I could raise Mitch on that. How about four-wheel drives that crawl over speed bumps? Like, I've got another one. Yeah. I've got another one. <laughs> here he is, this here is he reflect, is. reflective of probably more in the city. When you're in the city and you see a guy who's got the lifted four-wheel drive, you know, got all the gear and he's definitely never taken it out of the city. All There's the gear, no, no idea. Any, yeah, no, it, it'd be an automatic, and I bet you it's not even a four-wheel drive. It'd be one of those four-by-two numbers that looks like a four-wheel drive just lifted to look the piece. Yep, I agree. Uh, someone's laying Harness Racing SA for trying to claim the Eureka winner. Um, uh, fix your own backyard harness racing. Get it. Uh, owners of Pet Rats, Peter from Moon Bay. Yep, agree. The pre-grand final buy is a must, especially when someone gets a head knock in the prelim. Uh, buy weekend came in in 2016 from someone from Fabs. Uh, opposite of the lay-bin, kudos to the environmental warriors that let down tyres of large SUVs. It's obvious that we don't need to be shocked so that we change our lifestyles and avoid global climate disaster. Andrew from Sydney. On you, Andrew. Milo, in the bin, Morfordville track yesterday, as are in Pascavale South. Uh, Mitchy Bay is on the backboard for Friday. Yeah, he went two from two. Um, what else have we got on here to do with the lay bin? Um, I'll get to a few of these texts on the other side of the break, um, but I don't think there's too many others here. I'm going to swap to the other text machine here shortly, but if you've got a couple of lay bins, 0499 736 736, let us know your lay bins. I reckon that was pretty solid by us. Reptiles, coins in shopping carts, lowered Commodores, charging crystals, com uh, four-wheel drives with everything, um, old men blaming people doing just their job when it's got nothing to do with them, and Jay from Greensboro has added dream catches. Boom. Dream catches. Dream catches. Yep. Fiona, it doesn't catch anything other than spider webs and a bit of dust, a dream catcher. <laughs> 
Let's come to the newsroom. Mitch Lewis, Miles Fitzner for the Betfair Edge back on the other side of this. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back. Sunday Betfair Edge, another half hour to go. Steve Quick for a look at the US Open. Darren Parkin for a look at the AFL still to come, all thanks to Betfair. They're on your side this spring and chances are you are about to lose. Mitch Lewis joins me live from South Australia. And Mitch, you've got a couple more off the main station text line here for you, brother. Um, yep, yep. Uh, Labin, magic happens bumper stickers. Don't mind it. Don't mind it. People on the freeways who drive right up your backside and consistently changing lanes, agree. Um, Fitzmagic, Audi sells trolley tokens that go on your keys, buy once and always have a coin to put in the trolley, problem solved. Someone even said, we've got a little hack here, use your house key, you turn it around and add the circle in there. That's brilliant. Smarter than me. Um, what did this person type in? Great call on uh, the cafes. Love dogs I grew up with, last one. Uh, puts the dog out. I didn't really understand that text. Moving house today, a couple of wins would make a crap day turn better. Philomel Jura, they are coming. And um, someone just said, it sounds like you just described Aubrey in the mid to late 90s. <laughs> You're currently describing Mount Gambia. No, no, no offence, Mitch. I've just, I've just had a development as well. <clears throat> uh, my wife, Chelsea, has just texted me and said, you do realise you've just had a massive dig at our neighbour. So <laughs> I didn't realise he had a reptile tank. And she goes, yeah, you can see it in the garage sometimes. And he also has a four-wheel drive that's loaded up with everything and a loud exhaust. So I'm just a grumpy old neighbour at this stage. Yeah. Uh, this from Reese. this is one of my gripes. People turning left that feel the need to veer right, so they turn right, like yeah. they veer right to turn left. That's exactly what happened yeah. with this car that it's I was the worst. yesterday. That's where I was like, nah, that's it, you're in the guns tomorrow. Someone saying Brian Gorge and coaching in the bin cost us the World Cup. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not big to blame coaches, you know, um, for losses. Never have been. I love that footage of Ange Postacoglu going against that other soccer guy like when he was coaching the Australian under-20s from years ago. Stood his ground. Uh, I think you wanted tags in the bin yesterday, Miles. Congrats on your very cool approach. Yeah, Vinny, it was hard work. Um, big fella definitely can't read that message, but he's talking about um, having snakes and a couch. So, yeah, big fella, that ain't going through. Um, Labian, people who are desperate to change to a night grand final for commercial purposes, Kel from Eltham. Uh, what else have we got? There's a name for the brainwashed people. I can't text anything appropriate through. I'm nodding my head here. Shawnee from Perth. And Milo, uh, get a team kids token for your trolley. The only, what is it? The only way to use them. I'm not sure. I'm not really want to go walking around asking for team kids tokens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Connor's typed in his best Nate District memory. It has to be the day Jamie Carr jumped on. He was starting to get... Um, ridden off by knockers, and then he smashed them. I've done my back in yesterday, so it looks like a day on the couch. Good on you, Connor. Hey, Mitchie, before I let you go, my friend, good lay-bin. Um, what, have you got a best bet or two for us today? Yeah, I had a little look out. So I've got two that I'm pretty keen on at Geelong today, actually. So yep. race three, number four, Gornski. Easier yep. race than what he's had in his last couple. I reckon he'll go pretty good. Yes. And race six, number three, Miso. Oh, hello. Two, from two first up and scratch from a race that was a big chance in Morfordville yesterday to race over here at Geelong. I, I think that's going to be a good sniff too. That's one of my best there too, buddy, Miso. 
hey, it's dangerous when we line up. They that's it. Well. Hey, we're going to be hearing a lot more of you on SEN track right throughout the spring, mate. We love you on Giddy Up. Uh, and thanks for jumping on this morning and helping me out. You've come with the goods and just avoid your neighbour uh, for a little while, I reckon. I think he's away, so that's all right for a little bit. But no, thank you, mate. It's I feel light as a feather now. I've got a few things off my chest, so it's, it's great. It's that's a, a great really Sunday. it's a really good Sunday where you can come in at eleven thirty, dump what you don't like, and then you just move on with the day. It's calming. I like to take text and I mean I'll be addicted to it now. Hey, I'll yeah. just be looking for things to pot everywhere. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, buddy. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, mate. Have a good day and have a good day to all the fathers out there. Mitchie Lewis has been in scintillating, Nick. You can go and follow him uh, at Form Guide Breakdowns on Twitter or at Mitch Lewis 101. He's a superstar. He's been flying, absolutely flying. So I'd go and give him a follow. His service is all free at Form Guide Breakdowns on Twitter. We're going to jump to a break on the Betfair Edge. On the other side of this, Darren Park and to run through the current AFL markets for Betfair discuss how we can make some money. Steve Quick to preview the US Open and to talk about that. And then I'll recap maybe with the best bet or two towards the end of the show. But don't forget today, after 12, D-Taggart rolls in, the A-team get together, and we've got our biggest ever giveaway day right here on SEN Track. It's Father's Day. So we've got $5,000 worth of prizes to give away. $2,500 Makita voucher, all courtesy of Makita and the new XGT power range. It's enough power, that, well, it's all the power that your dad needs, I can assure you that much. And then we've got six temper pillows to the value of $300 to give away and uh, four or five Makita merch packs to give away. That's right throughout the day here on SEN Track. And how we're going to be doing that is... We need the best dad jokes. We'll ask for them right throughout the day. We need the stupidest things your dad's ever done. If you make us laugh, something really, really stupid, you're probably going to get something today. And we've got sweeps and as well as your Father's Day setups. It's a beautiful day outside. Let us know what the day is there. But if you've got your Makita radios in the backyard, in your man cave, you're there with your family, we're going to ask you to tweet or Instagram out to us here at SEN Track and we'll pick the best Father's Day setup for your chance to win a $2,500 um, Makita Voucher, all thanks to the team at Makita and their new XGT range. And just to explain the XGT range, they used to be 18 volt, now they're 40. And you know what? That's more than double. Good mass here, Miles. We'll be back on the other side of this. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. Betfair is on your side this spring. Experience the Betfair difference today. Chances are you're about to lose. This is the Betfair Edge on a Sunday. Jeez, I'm excited. Big day, all courtesy to Betfair, of course. We're on your side this spring. Chances are you're about to lose. You can play both sides of the market with Betfair. You can back, you can lay, you can do whatever you like. And one of the gurus at Betfair is Darren Park, and he's an out-and-out star, and we're going to talk AFL markets here as we run through them. He joins me this morning. Hello, Darren. G'day, mate. Uh, nice to be chatting to you again this morning. Yeah, it's the calm before the storm. Long time between chats, you and I, Dash. Um, but I like yeah, chatting to you well. this time of the year because this is where things heat up. Now, straight off the top, I want to talk about the, the markets for uh, next weekend's final game. So can you start and run through them for us? Yeah, the I guess the shortest price favourite of the weekend is Brisbane at home at the Gabba. They're $1.50 against Port Adelaide at two ninety six. Carlton will be your next favourite for the Friday night final at $1.56, Sydney two seventy two. So 
obviously Carlton only dropping the one in their last 10, and it was effectively for them a dead rubber against the Giants. And then the two that are closer to 50-50, the Thursday night blockbuster, going to go out on a limb and suggest that that's the grand final. I think the winner of that game wins the flag, Collingwood $1.87, Melbourne $2.08. And the Giants on the back of a good run of form a favourite against the Saints on Saturday at $1.78. St Kilda probably a bit of value at two twenty six. The Giants and Melbourne both look like they're overs there, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I'd say they are a little... Oh, yeah, I, I, I know that might hurt. <laughs> I know that might hurt. <laughs> it depends, I guess. I mean, obviously the Giants, uh, their, their run of form has been outstanding in some of their away wins. Obviously, Geelong at Cadinia Park, Adelaide away... Melbourne in Ellis Springs. It all stacks up quite well. Obviously, the MCG, they've only played there once this year. St Kilda, obviously, the other uh, benefit of that week off as well. So I, I see that one as closer to 50 50. Um, and Melbourne Collingwood probably is closer to 50 50 as well, all biased aside. Can we turn our attention to the, to the, um, the premiership market? Because th- this is where it starts to get really interesting here in the field of eight. Yeah, and Brisbane, obviously, with the benefit of the home finals, are favoured to make the grand final. They're second favourite for the flag at $4, behind Collingwood at three seventy, Melbourne four thirty. So, again, if you think Melbourne will win that qualifying final, it puts them in the box seat to play in the granny. So, at four thirty, probably a little bit of value. Port Adelaide, seven twenty, probably the only from outside of the top four that's got a bit of love is Carlton. Still fifteen fifty, so a bit of a blowout. Giants at the 30s and then St Kilda at Sydney in the 50s. Dash, I would have thought if we wanted to make some money here, Brisbane essentially, you know, they're on track to make it, right? They're going to get probably two home finals. So the $4, you could take that and then when they're in the grand final, lay them out, make the money and whether they win it or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and then even the prelim, because they're, they're slated, if they win this week, they'll play either Collingwood or Melbourne in a home prelim at the Gabba and that's probably the only two sides that you would think would have a chance of beating them up there. So um, even if you wanted to look at it around what the odds they'd be in a preliminary final, uh, you could probably do similar in, in that space. Uh, and then you look at if Port, obviously, were able to win it and flip the script back the other way. They've beaten Melbourne by four points and lost to Collingwood by, I think, three points at home. So... Probably a similar strategy with them as well if you wanted to back them at the 720. Right, let's go Brownlow medal. So Nick Dacos still holding equal favouritism despite missing. He won't get votes in the last six games of the year. Obviously, the one he was injured in the next five. He's equal favourite with Marcus Bonds and Pelly, both at 320. You've got Christopher Traker on the next line of betting. Plenty of votes for him in there. And, and Lockie Neal still represents value for me. Our, our yep. Brownlow predictor at Betfair has him about two votes off the pace, but he's about $18. So... Given his propensity to get votes, I still think Lockie Neal represents pretty good value, and that's part of, you mentioned at the top, the on-your-side, the better odds at Betfair. So what I've done is I've got a bigger price about Lockie Neal. I'm probably going to take about the $14 again. And then on Brownlow night, he's going to look like he's a bigger chance than what he is, and then I'm going to lay him out. Um, yeah. in, I'm going to lay him in the run, Lockie Neal, and take my money and run. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. And even Nick Dacos, I mean, in the live betting, he'll probably shorten because he'll be favourite for sure. He'd probably shorten into a dollar forty or something like that in the count. So, if you feel he'll get run down, maybe um, just don't lay him yet. Just wait until he's uh, comfortably ahead on the night. Uh, Dash, always love chatting to you. Uh, I need your premier and your Brownlow winner, please. Uh, I'm going Melbourne and. Bonson Pally, but I do love the value in Lockie Neal. 
I think Dacos holds on and I'm on the Brisbane train at the moment, but I do think Carlton can win it from nowhere. Mate, appreciate the chat this morning. We'll chat again soon. No worries, anytime. Darren Parkin there from Betfair, of course. We go from one superstar to another to talk all things US Open. Grab your pen because this bloke will make you some money. His name's Steve Quick from Ace Previews. Hello, Steve-O. Hello, how are you going? Very well. You've charged the crystals, I see, on Twitter, buddy. Uh, now look into your crystal ball and tell us what's going to happen at the US Open. Yeah, look, it's been a, it's been a pretty big first week of, of US Open action, but it's really about to heat up. So looking at tomorrow, I think for the next five days on the weather forecast, it's going to be that mid-30 degrees temperatures there. So look, there's been a bit of illness going around the... Uh, around the, the location of Flushing Meadows. So it'll be interesting to see. It's a bit of a survival of the fittest. But, look, we've got some some top names there at the top of the market. Novak Djokovic had a scare yesterday. Uh, obviously, two sets to love down and, and managed to find his way back. But, look, it, it's going to be really hard, I think, to knock off either Novak Djokovic or Carlos Alcaraz, particularly in the men's. Hey, uh, it was pretty good from Demonor. Oh, absolutely. Uh, helps when you're also on him as well. So that works. Ah, dude, I don't mind um, that by you. Yeah, very, very strong performance from Alex, but it's about to get a whole lot more difficult for him. So, look, he's slated to most likely be facing Daniil Medvedev in the next round uh, for a chance to potentially play Andre Rublev in a, in a quarterfinal there. So, look, it's going to be tough, um, but if Demonor continues to, to return like he did today against Jarry, then he's well and truly uh, up for it. And, look, he has beaten Medvedev a couple of times this year, so it's, it's not the worst matchup for him. How can we make some money? You've got a couple of minutes, so walk, it, walk us through this. Now, I think looking at the moment, uh, we might start, yeah, we'll have a look at the men's market. I think if, if you were to make a play on Andre Rublev, I think in the, the trading aspect of things, he's about $75 at the moment, I think, on the, on yep. the exchange. Bang on. And you've got Jack Draper, you've got Jack Draper next up. Uh, and Draper has, has looked solid. He's looked really good. Uh, he's had a very injury-interrupted year. Uh, some might remember him from playing Rafael Nadal at the Australian Open and, and cramping up midway through the third set. I think the hot conditions aren't going to help him too much here. Uh, but I think he's a, just been sneaking under the radar a little bit. And, and when you look at the likes of Alcaraz having to play thinner and potentially, or potentially Zverev just to get out of the quarter, um, I think it's a really interesting spot there. So... Look, I'd be hoping for a Rublev versus Demon all quarterfinal, and it's a, a massive opportunity for, for both of those players. If you want to go down to the bottom half, you know, obviously Novak Djokovic is sitting around that $2.16 mark at the moment, so hard to really entertain him, and, and I'd be sticking away from Taylor Fritz as well, I think, being in the same quarter. But uh, a player I was keen on before the tournament, Tommy Paul, uh, survived a bit of a scare early on, but is still looking at a decent price around the $55 to $60 mark, uh, looking at the the outright markets there. So they'd be my players at the moment, probably Rublev in the top half and uh, Tommy Paul in the bottom half looking at the men's. And Rublev happy with a bit of a back-to-lay strategy. Let's turn our attention to the women's. Yeah, so we've got Iga Shriotek, who's obviously the favourite, and, and Arena Sabalenka as well. Both of them have had very, very easy runs on it through the first week, uh, largely untroubled. Uh, things get a little bit more difficult for Iga tomorrow with uh, Yelena Ostapenko, who's one of the more erratic but difficult players to play, I think, on tour uh, and will be coming in with, with nothing to lose. I think my preference and, and my preference for a tournament as well was to more so favour Arena Sabalenka just because of the quality of the draw. So if we look at Iga, so she's got Ostapenko next and potentially a quarterfinal with Coco Goff, who was able to beat her a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it just seems like a slightly tougher draw, and I'm not sure that the odds are, have really reflected that looking at the exchange. 
Uh, so looking down to the bottom of the draw, we've got Arena Sabalenka, who seems to have a better goal, but I think at the moment, and, and around that $5.50 mark looks to be a solid play. Yep. Uh, but looking for more of a, a back-to-lay suggestion. Um, one that I don't mind is, is Madison Keys uh, in the third quarter. She's uh, come back today and, and come from a set down to beat Samson of a 5-7-6-2-6-2 and gets Jessica Fugula in an All-American uh, fourth round. So I think that's a, an interesting spot there, as, as well as the uh, Roland Garros, uh, finalist Caroline Mahova. Uh, she's got probably the best draw of, yep. of the bunch and she's come into around that $10, $10.50 mark. So I think if you had to pick someone outright, you'd be going Sabalenka at the current odds, but Mahova and Keys at the, the longer odds are a good trading strategy. Steve, appreciate your time this morning, mate. We'll chat to you again soon. No worries. Thanks very much for having me. Steve Quick there from Ace Previews. Go and follow him on Twitter. He's a superstar. couple off the ticks. Miles, I wanted to say it was a great open from the show. Good on you, Eric and Watsonia. Ange Postacoglu had the scrap with Craig Foster. Uh, people who drive close to the line in the middle of the road, move over in the lay-bin on your JB. Um, Adam's laying kissing and over 60-year-olds. Are they exclusive? Is in kissing in general and over 60-year-olds or kissing over 60-year-olds? Uh, can't read that. Uh, good morning, fellas. So sorry to bug you first thing in the morning. I'm watching football on nine and can't believe the most games played by father-son... Um, and the Fletchers, Ken and Dustin, were not mentioned. 664 games were played by this champion family. Can you confirm this to be correct? Anne in Innes. I'm not sure, Anne. I'll get um, the um, I'll get it, uh, Tomo to work on that. I'm just going to swap over here to make sure I don't miss any of your texts today because we're in for a big, big day here on SEN Track. Don't forget, it's Father's Day, and we've got over $5,000 worth of prizes to give away right throughout the day coming up in about 10 minutes for the next five hours as we take you through racing Bensdale, Geelong, uh, Hobart, Moree, Mudgee, Sunny Coast. Um, what else have we got? Pe- uh, hey, boys, Templestowe Dockers, get a shout-out. Seniors playing off in the prelim today. Dock on. Love that. Well, they got the shout-out. Big show coming up. That's all we've got time for on the Betfair Edge. You can back and lay racing exotics at Betfair, and they are on your side for footy finals. Don't forget, you can go and back things on Betfair, and then when they shorten, you lay them out and you can make the profit. You don't even have to get the result. And what's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Stay with us, though. This is big. It's our biggest ever giveaway Sunday. All thanks to the team at Makita and Temper. Shout out to Adam and Jason as well. We absolutely love them. Merch packs, pillows. Makita voucher to the value of $2,500. Now, don't, you don't have to all message in straight at once, but we're going to try and break every text record in the book today. 0499 736 736 is the number. David Taggart rolling up. He's in studio very, very shortly. Racing right around the country. It's a positive, fun, superstar day here for Father's Day. And like I mentioned off the top, if you have lost your father today, stick with us. We'll try and make it a better day for you. We'll see you very, very soon.